And we're looking at whether you're a citizen, a resident, or a visitor of a place, and what determines that. These halachas of, of where you belong and your relationship to your community and to your space is important in a number of different areas. It's uh, in Irani Dachat, for example. Are you considered a member of a city which has been paskin to be an Irani Dachat? A city that, that needs to be destroyed, according to the Torah. Are you a Ben Eretz Israel or a Ben Chutzlars, as far as two days Yom Tov are concerned? Where do you belong? When it comes to taxes, are you responsible for taxes in the place in which you're living? At what point do you become a resident and, uh, or a citizen, and what's the difference between them? So in the Mishnah, uh, we, we have this de- dealt with in the sense of Ben Ir Shehalach Likrach Oven Krach Shehalach Lir. What about a person from a krach? A krach, you'll remember, is a city that is walled from the time of Yeshua bin Nun and therefore reads the Megillah on the 15th. Or a krach shalach le'ir, or a person from a, from a krach who goes to an ear, which is a place that isn't walled. So now you've, you've moved from your, your actual place of residence. And just for a temporary period, you're in a, a, an area that has different halachot. Do you follow the halachot of the area that you're visiting, or do you follow the halachot of the area from which you, from, to which you belong? It says the Mishnah, If you're going to go back to where you came from, then that's what your din is. Says Rashi, um, So Rashi says, he's explaining the way we understand the Mishnah at the outset. It's not necessarily the way the Gemara is going to be, going to be resolved. It's an important thing when you're learning Rashi, to understand that when Rashi explains the Mishnah, he doesn't of, often he doesn't explain the Mishnah according to the, the maskona of the Gemara, the way the Gemara ends up. He, he explains the Mishnah the way the Gemara understands it initially, so that you understand the flow of the Gemara. And here you'll see an example of this. Rashi, Rashi says it goes, the, the, the idea of chovat mekomo, that what determines whether you read on the 12th or on the, thir- on the 14th or on the 15th is Chovat HaMakom, the place has an obligation. There's a place that reads on the 14th and there's a place that reads on the 15th. Now you'll see that Rashi moves off that in the Gemara. Because the Gemara then goes, oh, marava, arbasa. What does it mean you're, you're going to go back to where you came from? When? How long are you going to be there? Why isn't the, the Gemara more... Uh, why isn't the Mishnah more specific? Says Rava, what it means that you're going to go back on the night of the 14th before Alot HaShachar, before daylight on the 15th. That's what determines where are you when the sun rises, or even when it's Alot HaShachar, where are you at dawn of the, of the 14th? Where are you at dawn of the 15th? So on this Rashi says says now, What we're talking about is, what is your situation on the night of the 14th? So you are a person from Tel Aviv who comes to Yerushalayim. And you're there in Yerushalayim on the night of the 14th. So your family is reading Megillah that night, back in Tel Aviv. In Yerushalayim, there's no sign of any Megillah being read. What about you? Says, says Rova, what it depends on is, are you going to go back to Tel Aviv before dawn? If your plan is to go back to Tel Aviv before dawn on the, the next morning, 
Then you have to read on the 14th, even though there's nobody else in Yerushalayim reading the Megillah. You're the only person. You've, that's when you've got to read the Megillah, because now you see the Chovah is on the person, not on the place. And we see that clearly in the next Rashi. If while it's still night time, you're going to go back to Tel Aviv. You're going to go out of the town before, before, night, uh, before dawn. Then you don't have to read on the um, on the 14th. Even though you're still there. You are not called a paruz ben yomo. And here we're introduced to an idea of the description of the person, not the place. A paruz ben yomo. You are a paruz ben yomo. It's a definition of a person, which is a one-day resident of an, of an unwalled city. There's such a thing as a one-day resident. But if you're not going to go out in the night time, now you are a paruz for that day. You are an open city human being. Even though sometime during the day you're going home. The same applies to a Tel Aviv person who came to Yerushalayim. Yerushalayim person goes to Tel Aviv or Tel Aviv to Yerushalayim. If you're going to go back on the night of the 15th before dawn, that for no part of the day will you be in Yerushalayim. You are not a Mukafli Yomo. Not that the person isn't. So here you see Rashi showing that what Rava is doing is he's changing our understanding from what what the chov, chovat hamakom is, what is the obligation of the place, to what is the chovat ha'ish, what is the obligation of the person. So let's just define the person. Are you a ben paruz or are you a ben mukaf? Are you a member of this city or of, the, of that city? And you can be a member for a single day. It's a, That's an important thing to understand, that one can be a resident of a place even just for a day. But what's important is where you're going to wake up in the morning, where you're going to be when the sun rises, where you're going to be at dawn. In the, in, for the purposes of Megillah, that's what you've got to look at. That what, that's what becomes very important. Uh, this is an idea, by the way, that, that my father taught me very young, and it stood me in good stead when I traveled a lot. And he used to say, when you travel, if you're in a place, even just for one night, make that your home for the night. Don't ever be a tourist. Unpack your suitcases, take out your photographs to set the place up, even just for one night. You've got to be, you've got to be in that place for that night. Make it your home for that night. And then you pack up again, you go to wherever you need. Make it your home wherever you are. Because that's a different kind of a, of a being. The idea you can be a Paruz Ben Yomor, you can be a Yerushalmi Ben Yomor for the day you're a Yerushalmi. But then be a Yerushalmi for that day. Uh, and it, 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 it shows the Rambam goes even further. We won't have time to look at the Rambam in detail, but he goes after intention, not even whether you actually leave that morning or you don't leave that morning. What was your plan? Were you planning to leave or not? If your plan is to leave, then your head isn't, you're in Yerushalayim, but your plan is to go back before, before dawn to Tel Aviv. You're a Tel Aviver, you're not a Yerushalmi. If your plan is to spend the night and stay there, it, it's very different. Sometimes you go to a town, you could, you, Israel is small, you can go and visit one town. Uh, and, be, and go back home the same day. But it's not the same if you decide to sleep over in the town. You go to Yerushalayim and you sleep over. It's different. You're, then you're in Yerushalayim, even though it's just for that day, but you're in Yerushalayim for that day. That idea of 
being defined by your place. So again, Rashi in the Mishnah goes with the uh, uh, with the that it's about a chovat makom, but Rava introduces the idea that it's about a chovat ish. It's it's whether the, whether you are a Yerushalmi or you are a Tel Avivi. That's what's going to determine whether or not you're going to read the Megillah on the on the fourteenth or the fifteenth. The um, the Gemara then goes on, Omar Rava, Mina Amina. So the first part of Rava is he shifts our understanding, our focus from place to person. And we need to define the person, not the place. The second thing Rava says is, where does this come from? How do you know this? So he learns it from the posuk that I've put at the very top of the page. And therefore, the people from open cities, living in open cities, they make the 14th of Adar, the day of, of celebration, and giving Mishalach Manus and Sudas and so on. What's the difficulty in the Gemara, in the, in the posuk? Clearly, you see there's a repetition of Akena Yudim HaPerazim, so you see here, it's interesting. There's such a thing as a Yehudi Paruz. That you termed a Paruz. You, the person, is a Paruz. Who is a Paruz? Somebody who's Yoshvei Barei HaPrazot. But why do I need both? Says Rova. Oma Rova. Mina mina lachtiktiv. Akena yudim aprazim. Ayushvim barei aprazot. Michti. Let's see. Ktiva yudim aprazim. It's already said that the Prazim Jews have to eat on the 14th. Have to do Purim on the fourteenth. Why does it have to tell me that it, this includes people who are sitting and living in the Araya Prazot? Clearly, that's it. You see from here that a Paruz, again, it's referring to the, the adjective, it's an adjective of a human being. A, a person, a Jew, who is a Paruz for one day, is a Paruz. If you belong to this, uh, an unwalled city for one day, that means you've slept over there and in the morning the sun rises, you're still there. Then you are a Paruz. If you're a, a Tel Aviv, you've lived in Tel Aviv all your life. And for the first time in your life, you leave Tel Aviv and it's on the 14th of Adar and you go to Yerushalayim. And you're in Yerushalayim when it's dawn on the 14th of Adar. That day you're a Yerushalmi, you're not a Tel Avivi. Says Rava, that's where we learn it from. There's an unbelievable uh, some sofa that goes further in this definition of your relationship to your space and your relationship to your time. The, the, the Shaila is asked of the Chassam Sofa. The Chassam Sofa is the period of the Vilna Gaon, Rabbi Kivagir, incredible period of, of, of Lomdus. This is the turn of the 19th century. In about the year 1800, the Chassam Sofa became the Rov of Pressburg and led the whole of Hungarian uh, Jewry for, for, for 30 years. Um, and his, the Chassam Sofer is asked that we see in, uh, in Bova Basra, and uh, we, we see that the, when it comes to Ir Dachat, Yoshvei Ha'ir is when they've lived there for 30 days. And the Gemara comes to the conclusion that there's a difference between Bnei Ha'ir and Yoshvei Ha'ir. Bnei Ha'ir are sons of the city or dwellers of the city. For Bnei Ha'ir, you've got to be there for a year, to be a Yosheva, you've got to be there for 30 days. So the, the person asking the Chesav Sofer is asking, so where does this idea of learning from Yosheva Prazot, that it's one day? How can you become a citizen in a day? That you can become a citizen, um, it, it's only in Israel that you can become a citizen in a day, and you're paying taxes, you're going to the army. It's in most places it takes years before they accept you as a, as, as a citizen. In Israel it can happen quite, quite quickly. 
Um, and this this idea, like uh, to become a citizen of a place, it's a, at least a month, and you, you're a yeshiv of a place. Bnei uh, a place of a place, you you're there for a year. So maybe Yoshveha, Yoshu here, where it comes to say Yoshveha Prazot, it comes to teach us you don't need to be a year in Yerushalayim, even if you're there just for a month. Then you you read on the fifteenth. Where do we get it from? Of a Paruz Ben Yomor that you can be, or a Mukaf Ben Yomor that you can be considered a member of that city in one day. Where do we get that from? Says the the Chassam Sefer that there's a difference between your shvei ha'ir and your shvei and your shev ba'ir. This is so important to a mindset. If you're a your shev ba'ir, ki your shev ba'ir ne'amar al pu'ulat ha'yeshiva betocha. A person who sits in the city that's describing where you happen to be at that moment. You're sitting. You're living in the city. Your shev betocha ben yom anikra. Your shev betocha. If you're there even for one day, you're there. You're living, you're in Yoshev Betoch Yerushalayim. You're there for one day, you're Yoshev Betoch Yerushalayim. And if you go out for one moment, you're no longer Yoshev Yerushalayim. You're now, you've left Yerushalayim. In a moment, you became a, a Yoshev Yerushalayim. In a moment, you're not a Yoshev Yerushalayim. It just depends where you are. But to be called a Yoshev Ha'ir, not a Yoshev Ba'ir. Yoshev Ha'ir is a title. Yoshev Ba'ir is a description. Yoshev Ba'ir is an address. Where do I find you? You find me in the city, in Yerushalayim. Yoshev Ha'ir, that's a title. I am a citizen of Yerushalayim. That follows you wherever you go. Shem Toshu Motam HaMiyashvim Et Ha'ir. What makes you a citizen? What makes you a Yoshev Ha'ir? Says the Chazam Sofer. People who are Meyashev, who help the city get established. V'gormim la'yishuv. They bring settlement into the city. They make a contribution. Are you a, are, is, do you have an address or are you a contributor? Are you a builder? For that you need to be 30 days. You don't just start building the moment you arrive in the place. You get to know the place. It takes 30 days to do that. And with that idea of the Chassam Sofer, it's an important principle in everything that we do. You've got to ask yourself, am I a, a member of the, of the Beis Medrash or am I in the Beis Medrash? Do I attend the Beis Medrash or am I a member of the Beis Medrash? In Chutzlats, overseas, the shuls, there's much more of a community sense when one belongs to a shul. It means you belong, you contribute, you do. That's your place. That's where you always dive in. That's where you learn. That's where your social community is. In Israel, it's like the shuls are like supermarkets. People want to dive in. They go to the nearest shul. It's a, it's a, it's a convenience store. It's not, you, by being a customer, you're not a Yosheva here. By being a customer, you're a customer. You take. And, and maybe you pay for what you take. But to be a Yoshev Ha'ir, not a Yoshev Ba'ir, to be a member of a community, that's your Meyashev, you build the community. That's completely different. To be a member of, to be, to be a, 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 a Yoshev in the Matmonim or to be a Yoshev Hamatmonim. Are you part of the Matmonim group of people? That means you're building, you're developing, you're spreading it, you're teaching it, you're learning it, you're talking about it, you're showing pe- other people how to do it. Is that that you're, you're a Yoshef Ha'ir? Does that define who you are? Is it a title? Or is it a description, an address? You want to know where to find me at 6.45 in the morning? You'll find me at the Matmonim Shir. That's, that's, that's where I plant my body. Or is my, am I in it? Am I part of it? Uh, part of a koilo, part of a, a shul, part of a base of medrash, part of a family, part of a city, part of a country. 
One always has to ask oneself, am I a Yoshev Ba'ir or am I Yoshev Ha'ir? If I'm a Yoshev Ba'ir, it simply defines my physical location. If I'm a Yoshev Ha'ir, it's a title that I carry with me wherever I go.